Well, what is up, you guys? episode seven of let me tell you something so thank you all for tuning back in thank you all for coming back for another episode make sure you all are subscribed to the email list if you're not so you can get notified every time that there's a new upload also make sure that you all check out the shop tab so you can check out my two new books every sparkle needs some shine which is my children's book and also check out my like coffee table aesthetically pleasing book i say this every single time every single episode so if you haven't got one by episode seven you're wrong make sure you all check the shop tab out and also make sure you all check out deja's daily dose on every platform that's instagram tiktok twitter and facebook so i titled this episode first they laugh and then they ask for your help because let me tell you something niggas always think something is funny until they want to do it too so i started creating content when i was 13 years old and i was born in 2001 so all of those 90s babies that be talking trash about the 2000 the early 2000s baby i need to hush because we kind of have like similar experiences so growing up i had like a little button phone the little sprint button phone i'm gonna try to insert a photo of it but it was like a fake blackberry it wasn't a real blackberry but i remember it was christmas 2014 and my parents, they had got me and my siblings a Samsung tablet. And of course, me being the oldest sibling, I automatically gabbed dibs on that. Like, y'all playing Subway Surfers is not nothing compared to me starting my internet career. So I took over the tablet, and that was just mine. And that's when I started to make all of my videos. I started really getting into YouTube. I wanted to be the Bethany Modas, the My Life is Ava's, like all of the white girls. I used to watch all of them, and that's kind of who I wanted to be. The DIY Christmas room decor, the DIY press on nails, all of the little fun little things like that. Even the little white girl hairstyles, that's what I was trying to do. I was trying to get on that wave. I was trying to get on that kind of content. That's the kind of people I was watching. So I had this little button phone where the only thing that you could do is press, like the button phone where you could like press the space bar and then press the back button, and it unlocks the phone. The only thing I could do on the phone was text call and maybe play some tetris that was about it so once we got this samsung tablet it wasn't even like a new high-tech mind you this is like 2013 2014 all i know is that i could get on instagram i could make some youtube videos like it's not even as high-tech as some of the samsung products that i have now just a little plug if you don't know i'm a samsung campus ambassador at my school so that just shows like how everything comes to be comes full circle but i definitely started my content on the galaxy tablet that we had got for christmas at the time that i started making my videos it was really really fun i had just started middle school so i used to come home and literally like rush grab the tablet and do story times on how my day was at school so i would do like i would have to go into the bathroom because we lived in like a three bedroom townhouse in capitol heights maryland we don't live there no more so i could talk about it but we lived in a three bedroom townhouse in capitol heights maryland it was six of us so Pretty much the bathroom was the quietest place in the house um, and the little polka dot shower curtain. If you all see like the early, early videos, I don't even know if I still have them up on YouTube. But like I said, if I could find some clips, I'm gonna insert them. But I would go to the bathroom. I didn't have no cute clothes. So I would find like my cutest family reunion pajama shirt, put some lip gloss on and do my edges and call it a day. And then I would do some story time. So I remember I had did a story time like my first experience in the cafeteria. I had did like my first gym locker room experience, just like silly stuff, things about my middle school experience. So that was pretty much what I did. And I started making content 
then and I, I just been doing content ever since. I was doing it all through middle school and then once I got to high school, I started doing like homecoming vlogs, football games. I used to do Q and A's with my friends. I used to do a lot of challenges with my siblings. I used to just tell them to put on their cutest family reunion shirt as well and just meet me in my room and we gonna do some TikToks. I mean, not even TikToks. We're gonna do YouTube videos together. I know I had my brother on there so many times with my music playlist and his music playlist. We would do challenges. Me and Ayana, we had a um, hot sauce challenge and things like that. That's kind of how I started off. I really enjoyed making videos and I really wanted to get into doing the videos. One, because I'm like partially, just, just, just a little teeny bit obsessed with myself. I like looking at myself on camera. Even now, I could sit like for hours and like scroll on my TikTok and just like look at myself. I mean, shit, if I want y'all to watch my videos, I should like them too. So that's that's my excuse on why I do that. It doesn't matter what kind of equipment that you have. It doesn't matter like what you need to do. You could just start creating content from anything. Like I said, I had the button phone. You shouldn't make no type of excuses with anything you have. Even to this day, I still don't record with a camera. I've done so many different deals, so much different content, all from my smartphone. Yeah, so a lot of people don't even, I know when I tell people like, oh, I just do everything on my smartphone, they're like, huh, huh? I remember when I once, once I got to like high school and stuff, only people that really knew that I was creating content were like my friends and stuff. It was kind of like, if you saw I was making videos, you just seen it. I wasn't gonna tell you. I wasn't walking around school letting everybody know. And I used to be really shy to vlog. And I honestly, I was really shy to show people that I was doing content and like really promote it until like, the pandemic like I, even when I was freshman year people saw me doing vlogs and some people would say stuff about it and if they liked it then it made me more comfortable but if I didn't know you or we weren't friends and things like that I was like kind of like a little shy about it so I wasn't trying to show nobody that I was doing no content um and you know I'm, I'm working on it I'm not as shy now the only place that I'm still shy with doing content in is the gym so the day that you all see like a full-on gym workout video just just know I'm doing my big one. <laughs> Just know I'm doing my big one the day that you see that. That is the day that like, yeah, I'm I'm really in too deep with this content creating stuff. Just, I didn't want nobody to like clown me. People will be like, well, who is watching her? Like, why is, why is she recording? She don't got that many subscribers. She don't got that many followers. Who is she talking to? Why is she talking to her phone? Who, you know, like just little things like that. So they always thought it was like funny, like a little joke, so. To save myself the embarrassment if you see me online and you saw me and by then it's too late but i kind of changed my mindset now because it was like okay at this point they're watching the videos so if anything you're just going to watch me do it at this point because i need to get it done and the more that like once i was shy and everything like that i wasn't able to get as many as much content done that i needed to because if you're shy and you're scared of people seeing you you're not going to vlog you're not going to get good content you're not going to record yourself doing videos and then you're lacking content so the only person that is like benefit nobody's benefited from me you're not benefiting from it at all by being shy with doing content being a content creator and working in a social media industry this is a very new thing and we live in america where if people don't know the facts and things like that they're not really necessarily wanting to take that risk to do something like that so 
when you're building your platform, you don't start off with a whole bunch of different followers. You don't start off with thousands and hundreds and a whole bunch of people watching you. So you have to kind of like get used to making videos with nobody going to be watching. Like you're putting out these, you're editing the videos, you're recording the videos, you're taking your long, hard time with it, and then you upload it, and then you get like 12 views. But like you have to keep going because that's the only way that you're going to build followers and that's the only people that you're going, that's the only way you're going to build and grow your community. You have to start off with none and it's a little bit discouraging at first because you're like hey i'm sitting here i'm taking all my time i'm editing the videos editing alone just makes you want to quit it takes so much time so if you have a 30 minute video just give yourself about two and a half hours to edit it so when you're creating content you don't start off with thousands of followers you start off with like you know your mom <laughs> maybe your grandma and then you can sneak on your siblings phones to like your videos because you know siblings they they be hating they don't be want to like your stuff this is a new industry and we live in america where it's like fuck a risk we need to know all of the pros we need to know all of the cons before we sign up for everything so once i first realized like okay this is what i love this is what i want to spend my time doing i'm good at it i really needed to grind so i would reach out to small companies and like offer them like free promo like hey i'll promote your business if you just send me over some free products this is when i was first starting out and because you need you need some products to create content off of and as a small content creator you're not making no money for real you're not making a dime for real so i couldn't keep spending my cashier checks on clothes to make videos so that's when i would just like reach out to people and be like hey you know i'm going to do a black owned business haul and you know i have some followers and this is how many followers i have you know not too many so if you send over some t-shirts i will feature it in my black owned business and my black owned business haul and then you know you could put some tags we could put some links I could at your website, everything like that, just so I could start to create more content. Like I needed some video, I needed some stuff to create some content with. I wanted to do black owned business hauls. You know, you need some clothes to create some fashion videos. I needed some makeup products to make some makeup tutorials, just little things like that because you, you, you're funding everything yourself. Like I can't get the light, I can't get the camera, I can't get the clothes, I can't get everything. I'm trying to like slowly build up and build this platform and build this community with my cashier checks, my, my urban barbecue cashier checks at that. Let me tell you something, when you're trying to be a content creator, and I feel like this is just goes for entrepreneurs in general, anybody out there that's starting a business or anything like that, you have to be humble and you have to embrace the ride. So all of the free lip gloss, the free lashes and the t-shirts, that will do while I was trying to grow my platform. So I really spent my time doing that and reaching out to companies and things like that during the pandemic. Like I would even DM people like my fellow peers at school. I would DM them my YouTube link and be like, hey, could you subscribe to my channel? Or hey, could you check out this video? I used to DM people I went to high school with. I used to just DM a whole bunch of people. Anybody that was following me, I would send them my YouTube link. I would send them the link to my Instagram, my link tree. Just be like, hey, check out my channel. Hey, check out my latest upload. Like, yeah, I know it was giving thirsty, but I was thirsty. Like, I wanted followers. I wanted to show people my, like, I'm trying to promote myself. Nobody's going to go on YouTube and search up Deja D if they don't know what I'm doing. So I'm sending them the links. I'm trying to get my views up. I'm trying to build my platform. And I don't have no shame to my game because look at me now. I ain't doing that shit no more. <laughs> but as much pride as I had to 
not do it like it's really giving begging it's and then you send these messages out to people and you're literally just being so vulnerable because some people will read your shit and not even comment back some people won't say nothing and then some people might even share it to their friends and be like look at this girl she's sending us the links to her stuff like nobody's gonna watch that like then you gotta probably walk past these people later on they're like i remember when she was sending me the links to her videos and nobody was watching that and then you're also you know i treat my content like my baby like just like a guy would play sports and they take that shit so serious or like you know everybody has their own thing that they take serious and i take my content serious so when i'm sitting here making my videos even right now with the podcast when you all are watching it all I'm thinking my shit is good. I wrote these articles out. I took my time. I did my little setup, you know, and I'm just thinking, you know, I really took my time on it. So it's something that's precious to me. It's something that I really care about. And when you're, when somebody's watching it, you can fear being judged. You know, people are, some people aren't going to like it. Some people are going to feel like I'm not talking about nothing. So that's just kind of how I treat all my content. So when you're sending these links out to people and they watch it, you're just open yourself up and say, hey, I hope they like this video. Like, I hope they not talking shit about my video. Like, please. <laughs> you ain't gotta do all that. You ain't gotta do all of that. You ain't even gotta thumbs it down. You could just cut that shit off. <laughs> you could just cut it off. This is how I built my following. And I remember during the pandemic when my first video went viral. And I don't even know if this is my first video because I know how I had got posted by the shade room. Um, I had to, like a makeup tutorial, like some um, colorful eyelashes based off of Ragged Royale. She's like a makeup girl. I used to really be into my makeup bag. Now I just do like a natural classic beat. Yeah, no, I don't really do too much on the eyes like I used to. But if you follow me like way back then, if you're like an OG, like you've been following me, you know I was a makeup girl. Like I'm talking rainbow eyes. I even won best makeup artist in high school. But that, that that's that's some old shit. Nobody nobody cares about your superlatives. It's like when dudes show their highlights, like they don't give you trophies for football highlights, nigga. You're grown as hell. Cut that cut it off. Nobody cares. Don't show me your highlights, please. You're not making it to the NFL. You're not even gonna make it to Little League. <laughs> Can you even run anymore? If I threw the ball, could you even still catch it? Probably not. Don't cut the highlights on. That's a PSA. Play your, don't play your highlights no more. I'm sorry, I kind of felt that because niggas be sending you their highlights and it's like, dude, get in the field now. Let's see if you still got the moves. <laughs> I'm sorry y'all, that was a little, that was personal. <laughs> that was personal, baby. But I remember, like, this is kind of when I knew my, this is when my platform started growing, this specific video. But um, I worked at Target, and I was, I worked the night shift. I worked, like, from 5 to 10, but this was kind of close to holiday time, so it might have been even. I got off at 11, this p.m., by the way. And I remember coming home and I would come home from work probably like 10, 11 o'clock, whatever time I got off and just sit downstairs and they'll, my family would have probably already eaten dinner by then. So I would just come in and whatever they had left on the stove, I would just make myself a plate, eat some dinner. Yes, I know that was late as fuck, but hey, that's, that's what time I came in. That's what time I was eating dinner unless I took something to work. 
But I would just sit down at the table and just kind of like chill. Like, you know how it is when you get off of work, you're just like, you know, I just want to scroll on my phone for a little bit. So I, I was sitting and I was scrolling on my phone and I seen a whole bunch of people were doing like pose ideas, like Instagram pose ideas, baddie pose ideas, things like that. So I was like, ooh, I think I take cute pictures. You know, everybody think they take cute pictures. I was like, ooh, I take cute pictures. I'm gonna do some poses. And at the time my content was really focused towards curvy girls like and so i just named it that i said pose ideas for curvy girls because i'm a curvy girl and these are just some poses that i do on instagram so i posted it didn't think nothing much of it it was late so i posted it on tiktok and went to bed you know got ready for bed went to bed and the next morning i woke up and i was like and i woke up and them hoes ate that video up they was like bon appetit it was just getting so many different followers i was gaining so many followers like literally from that video alone i probably went from like maybe 300 followers maybe a thousand i don't even know it might have been two thousand i might have had like two thousand followers i made that video probably had like one thousand two thousand followers on tiktok i don't remember my instagram but I had probably like 1,000 or 2,000 followers on TikTok. And by the end of the week, I was like close to 10,000 followers. Like I had gained like 8,000 followers or something like that. And after I made that video, I just was like, oh yeah, we're finna keep pushing out content. Like it was literally since that video to now, it was all gas, no breaks. Like I made probably like two or three more pose idea videos because people was like, oh, we want more, we want more, we want more. So I was like, shit. Let me get these people what the fuck they want and still do my regular everyday kind of content in it because the pictures that I show on the video with my pose ideas, they were like, oh, that's a cute outfit. Where'd you get it from? So then that's when I started making more fashion content. And yeah, so I just was pumping out, you know, the pose content, trying to keep getting those followers, getting that engagement up, getting those people in there watching me and things like that. Oh, I never cut my light on. Is it on? Sorry guys. I just was really excited because all of my lights was on today. They were all working. Like I even got this one on. If you all see this episode seven. So I think episode four, I couldn't even figure out how to get the light on. So damn. Told y'all, I'm really passionate about my stuff. I'm about to figure that out because this is on, so why didn't I know? Oh no, guys, it's not kind of on. I'm kind of like, wow, it's always something. If it's not one thing, it's another. I grew from like 2,000 2, followers to like a week, I probably had like 10,000, and then I just made it to 15, and so on and so forth. So I'm really trying to boost the engagement up on all of my content now in 2023. So I went from basically begging people to watch my videos and begging people to, you know, look at my and subscribe to my channel to now I get recognized for my content. Like, not like a celebrity, but don't get me wrong. Yeah, people be recognizing me. I remember we were in Ocean City over the summer and this is when I start really, I think that encounter or the last, like the last few months, right now when I'm recording this, it's November the 29th. Like I said, all of these are pre-recorded. But the last months, like especially this semester or this last year, 
No, I could think over the summer. Over the summer when it's when it's really start hitting me on like how many people watch my videos because I had seen one, I was in a liquor store out here and somebody was like, oh, do you, is your name Deja or do you make videos and things like that? And I was like, yeah. And I was with my friends, so it was just like, yeah, you know, hi. And it was like, oh shit. Like not nobody, not the girl at the liquor store hand in. She noticed me like, I was hoping that you noticed me. See the stars, baby. So like a star, baby. I was like, ah. And then over the summer, me and my family, we went on a family vacation. We was in Ocean City, mind you, Ocean City, Maryland, like Worcester County, Maryland, Eastern Shore, Maryland. And this girl on the elevator was like, I think I follow you on TikTok. Do you be making fashion TikToks? And I was like, I was so pressed and then I came to school and a whole bunch of people were saying that they watched my videos and like it's, it's just really really crazy like really really crazy and by the way sidebar this really changed how I view celebrities because and, and I don't think I'm a celebrity by no means but you know let me say this and this is in the most humblest respectful way possible but from those encounters that I had with people Y'all have to remember, and people have to remember, that y'all are watching me. I'm not watching you. So I don't know you, for real, for real. Like, people will come up to me, and they'll, like, expect me to know who they are and expect me to know their names. Even if it's, like, a DM or a comment, I'm sorry. I just I just don't be knowing people. I know people, like, face-to-face. -face. I, like, I have to know you. Like, you know what I say? I don't think social media, I look at social media literally like work now. Like social media is not fun, like for enjoyment or anything like that. Like I get a little enjoyment out of it, especially when I see Drewski. It's like, you know, I had to double it. Like all of those little things. I love that kind of stuff. Social media is partially fun, but I look at social media like work. I don't even post on social media the same way that I used to. If you used to follow me back, and these, this is just like all coming from the top of my head. I write down, I write down stuff for every podcast episode but like this is just coming off the top of my head if you used to follow me back in my snapchat days and this is probably just like friends and family at this point because i don't even think no people was really following me back then but if you followed me on snapchat back early high school snapchat girl guy whoever is watching it i was a hot ass mess i used to be on snapchat and my mother moo moo dancing i used to be Wilding out, showing my junkie room, like having my siblings do anything, having my little skinny ass brother do fucking dances and just like really wilding out. But I used to bag all the niggas on Snapchat. Like, uh, I might need to get back on Snapchat because I ain't had a nigga since I deleted Snapchat. <laughs> I need to get back on Snapchat because I was bagging all the niggas on Snapchat. I don't know if it was something about the. The fact that you could delete the messages or something like that. But I was back on all the niggas on Snapchat. And I ain't had a nigga since I deleted Snapchat. So I might need to download Snapchat back. Okay, because where is niggas at? The niggas must be on Snapchat where you could delete your messages. See, that's the problem with y'all niggas. Y'all be scary. And y'all need to text on vanish mode every time. Like, no, babe, you said it. Stick to it. Stand on it. Ten toes down. Don't say nothing and think you finna delete the message. But... Sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. 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 I'm getting off topic. Just niggas. 
I could talk about niggas all day. Niggerettes, niggeritas. Main thing that I'm trying to push in this, this video is if you're trying to start doing content or if you're trying to start doing anything, do it. Do it with nothing. Do it with what you have. You just need to start. You could get the lights, you could get the cameras, all of that stuff will come. This whole setup would have never been here if I didn't start. I couldn't afford half of this shit <laughs> if I never started making my videos. If you're looking to build your dreams, just do it. In the beginning, you're not going to have that many likes. You're not going to have that many followers, but you want to build a community that's centered to you. Like, even when I look back at the times when I used to DM people and ask people to watch my videos and, and have things like that, those people are in my community. Those are just people who are filling it out, like how you send out your surveys and things like that for school, or just send out little links for people to vote for you and stuff like that. You're going to build your community organically. You're going to build your community like with genuine people that really rock with you for you. Everybody that is following me now follows me because they like me. The people that I follow, I follow them because I like them and I like them so much that when they say that they like a product, I'm going to like it. You know, I'm I'm thinking I might like it. When I follow people like Aaliyah's face or like the Jackie Inas and like the Shayla's and like everybody that I watch, like the Alyssa Ashley's and even the fitness girls that I watch, when they're telling me stuff and they're and I'm following them, it's because I like them. Like there's a hundred different people on the internet that's making fashion content. But the people who watch me, they like me. They like the way I do it. They like the way I style and put my stuff together. If you're doing fitness content, there's a bunch of people doing fitness content. The people who are following you, they like you. They might like the way you look. They might like your body. They might like your, your aesthetic, how you edit your videos. Everything you do, no matter if it's, you're starting a clothing business. Everybody sell t-shirts. It's t-shirts everywhere. I can go my ass to Dollar Tree and get a t-shirt nowadays. But the people who are buying it from you, they're buying it from you for a reason. Everything you do is, is for you. So your community, when you're building your platform, they're going to come and they're going to come because they like you. They're going to support you. And those are the kind of people you want around you anyways. I want people that's going to support me because when I drop my books that y'all need to click the link the shop link, the shop tab to get. You're going to get it because you're supporting me and you like me. Like, I love you all and I like you all. I make my videos for the people who like me and the people that like me watch my videos. We're a community. We're here together. Like, you know, that's just the vibes. Sorry, I get distracted easily. <laughs> I went from recording on my Galaxy Tab to now having Samsung send me all of their products for free. I went from asking for clothes to now having so many free clothes. Oops. I went from asking from clothes to literally having so many free clothes that they don't even fit in my closet. And like, you know, shop my Depop so you can help me get rid of it because I literally be wearing clothes once and happen to put them on Depop because I don't have space for it. Um, I'm currently a full-time content creator. That is what pays for everything I do. That's what pays for my vacations. That's what pays for my hair. That's what pays for my nails. That's what pays for my new car. That's what pays for everything. And, you know, 
it it allowed me to do everything and I cannot say thank you enough to you all. You all really changed my life. Um and it's hard work being a content creator. Like I said, I'm even recording this damn podcast in advance because shit, if I was to do it on time, I gotta edit the videos, record the videos, write the videos, and market it and do all of that. Like it's a whole business. It's a one one woman show. So I had to get this shit done early. <laughs> I had to get it done early because I ain't going to have the time to do it. I'm trying to graduate. But um, thank you so much for everybody who supports me. And like I said, <laughs> I'm going to say it again. Like, make sure you click the shop tab and get both of my books. Get three of them. Get four of them. Make sure you get you and all your homegirls a book. Let me, let me show y'all what the books look like. This is about to be a full-on commercial. So here's my commercial. Also, if you watch this all the way this far, we're gonna do a little giveaway. So in order for you to enter the giveaway, you have to, in order to win the giveaway, I'm gonna give away a copy of each of these books. So to enter, all you have to do is take a screenshot of me like this and tag it on your story. And that's it. And I'm gonna pick a winner. So the day that you all are watching this, let me look, let me look, let me look. This is episode six. So this is March the 27th. So the day that you all are watching this, I'm going to announce the winner on. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I'm going to announce the winner next Monday. So that is going to be April the 3rd. So I'm going to announce the winner on April the 3rd. So take a screenshot of me right now. Did you get it? So I'm giving away one copy of each of these books. So this is the children's book, Every Sparkle Needs Some Shine. This is my first book. Let me show you all what it looks like. And all you have to do is tag, tag me on your Instagram story, at Deja D, at Deja's Daily Dose, and put, let me tell you something, and then, you know. Be like, let me tell you something, at Deja D, at Deja's Daily Dose, and that's how you enter the giveaway. And I'm gonna pick somebody and I'm gonna announce it on the Deja's Daily Dose page on April the 3rd. If I'm not saying the correct date, then I'm gonna have the actual date on the screen, but I believe that's the first, the, the correct date. But yeah, so this is Every Sparkle Needs Some Shine. Also comment on the story, when you put it on the story, what book that you wanna win. So this is a children's book, so you can win this for your little girl, you can win this for your your son, you can win this for anybody. You can also win it for yourself, you know. So it's Every Sparkle Needs Some Shine. It's my children's book, and I have it illustrated by a black-owned author as well. And it just basically talks about like, Every Sparkle Needs Some Shine, it talks about how you could be beautiful on the ins I mean, on, on the outside, but the character traits inside of you and the talents inside of you are what makes you shine. So that is what Every Sparkle Needs Some Shine is. Like I said, this is a self-love published book. I got it off, I got it, I author, I'm the author on it, and I got it illustrated all by myself. So definitely support black authors, support this book. It is just so cute, like look at it. and. I would just really appreciate it if you all purchased that. 
And then next, for all of the girlies and the guys out there that want a nice little coffee table book for their apartments or homes and things, this is aesthetically pleasing. You know, we got the neutral colors. Y'all know my blog colors are pink, black, and white, but I wanted to go with a more neutral tone. And if you all like this, let me know, and I will um, release it in a black cover as well instead of just the nude. But I want to do a black cover as well. But inside, it's just motivational quotes. And it says like, you are your only limit, hustle like your dreams depend on it. I think this is just so cute to put on like your coffee table in your apartment, just set up for some decor, things like that. I mean, shit, y'all wanna put the Dior books. Y'all wanna put the Dior books in the Coco Chanel, you can't support a black owned business. Link shop the shop tab, but I'm also giving one away. I shouldn't have to do giveaways for you to get my book. Support black authors. But I thank you all so much. I, I just wanted to get that out there because sometimes you got to let these niggas know. Y'all want to put the Dior book, the Coco Chanel books on your damn thing. I'm sorry. I felt that one a little bit. I felt it a little mad. Sorry, guys. Let me tell you something. People are going to laugh and people are going to think you're dumb. But when they come back around and ask for your help, make sure you double the price on their ass. Calling all the steppers to the front. Get ready for the show. Hey, I'm on. <laughs> okay. I just thank y'all for watching me. Bye. I think I'm bad as hell. I got issues out of line. Saying tomorrow I get the dishes. Never come. Easy bake, easy wake. Go on. Just give as much as you take. Or give as much as you wait. Or get the fuck out. I've been in the dugout. Looking for a way out. You know, just taking it.